Hey, hey guys. guys, this is Jessica and I'm Jess. <laughs> Senya. Enya. I'm just kidding. Anyways, welcome to another one of our podcasts. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> no, kidding. four. Because we did that part one and part two. This is our third. Oh, yeah, we have four. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, we're we're like famous now. <laughs> we're not famous, famous, but we're getting there. So, how was work today? Well,. Girl, let me tell you, the big old market manager is there because we have a like a ride Mm -hmm. on Thursday, so we have to like clean the whole store. So I kind of worked, but not really because, well, it's me. (laughs) But then like, (laughs) I met this new girl that's gonna start on Bisbee. She's really really nice. Mm -hmm. I like her. She's like my new friend. She's not like my friend friend, but she's cool. You become friends with like even a fly because they're so (laughs) nice. The but she no oh. <laughs> people like she was really nice she was super sweet shout out and she's part of the lgbt people like you oh, you told them about of course me, huh? i did because i was like Ari. so is your boyfriend gonna pick you up and she's like no my girlfriend and i was like oh my god you're a lesbian and she's like yeah and i was like so is my sister you know as a, a lesbian I hate when people try to relate I told to her that. <laughs> I told her. I was like, my sister gets bad because I out her to everybody. And she says, you're not more relatable when you tell people that I'm a lesbian. But I feel more relatable. Speaking of lesbians, today we have Astrid. Yes, Ooh. my honey bunny. Say hi, Astrid. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little shy. She might not talk, but we just have her here. Hostage. She might laugh. She might laugh. But not really. I don't yeah, know. Because today, actually, today we actually. No, have... wait. How was your day? My day. Oh, actually, <laughs> my day with your kids. Before we today. continue, um, my day was pretty good. I spent a lot of the time upstairs, and then I came back downstairs. As you guys know, I kind of like did something to my ankle, <laughs> so she freaking shattered it. No, I like I practically rolled down the stairs, <laughs> but. Um, so I have to, like, walk in crutches and, like, in order to get from upstairs to downstairs, I have to literally, like, slide downstairs and crawl back upstairs. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna call it something more graceful. We're gonna say you telenovelar downstairs. I then, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> she but, telenovelar there. Okay. Patton. But, um, so today I decided I was gonna take a shower, you know. And there was nobody the here. Yeah. I know, surprisingly. That's why it rained. <laughs> just kidding. No, but um, nobody, no adult was here. It was just the kids and me. So when I told the kids that I was going to take a shower, <laughs> Uriel goes up to me and he's like, Kika, you can take a shower. And I was like, why? He's like, because Astrid's not here. <laughs> and I was like, okay, go back downstairs, you know. And then he comes back upstairs and he just stares at me. He's like, I'm here to help. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I was like, go back downstairs. If I need you, I'll call you. And I was like, okay. So then I like look over again and he's like two steps down. Like not like trying to make sure that I'm okay. I was like, what well, yeah, I'm fine. Just go play. <laughs> so you really want to help me shower? What I was like, I oh my It's his duty. You shouldn't be showering without me or Astrid here. I know, but like. <sighs> She's trying to break her other ankle because I feed her breakfast. No, I just. And because I pamper her every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she does soon. I was telling her yesterday. I was like, Astrid would wipe your butt if you asked her. 
Ew. She's like, no, she wouldn't. Ew. But yeah, yeah, she would. And yeah, see, the would. thing with me is like, I don't like people helping me in the shower. I don't like people helping me get up. I don't like people because most of the time I do all of that alone. Even though you guys offer to help me, today's so, like the second time I should help me get up because I couldn't get up. You know, I help you every day. No, you help me every day around other with other things. I'm not saying you don't help me, but getting up, she does it on her own. But yeah, my day was interesting too, and my kids are caring as heck. I know. Oh, they were. They thought they were so fresh with their new haircuts today. Oh my god, yes. Astra took both of my boys to go get haircuts at the mall. Their daddy Astra. Their, their daddy, daddy Astra. Yeah, my kids call her dad. For some reason, they get her pre- They get her presents for Father's Day. <laughs> I know that sounds so like, like so dysfunctional, it? but it I works for, for our Christmas. Kids. For Christmas, for... they got her like a magnet. For no, the... it was for Father's Day. No, it was for Christmas because oh. um, they got it for the penguin patch. It's called. Oh, okay. And they got her a magnet that says "Number One Dad." How sad! My kids <laughs> have no dad. <laughs> they do have me. They have Astrid. They have Astrid, but they don't have no other dad. <laughs> it's okay. They don't need another dad. I know they have enough love. They do. <laughs> so anyway, oh, wait, actually. Oh. Yesterday, my sister was telling me about this one lady that goes in and always threatens oh, her. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> well, you got to leave the juice out. <laughs> so, there's this freaking fat landmine in this freaking world, okay? We kicked her out of our store in the at the end of last year because her husband would steal from us. And they got caught. And she was always with him. So, by association, we kicked her out, too. You know? I was like, uh-uh, bye. So, I didn't even kick her out. Because I was really cool with her and her husband for a while. But then, she started writing to my manager on Facebook. Threatening her, dude. Like, telling her she was going to fight her. This and that. Blah, blah. Whatever. None of my business. But my manager was like, nobody is allowed to let this lady in. I was like, whatever. So, like, cut to the future. A couple months ago, before I transferred to the other store, she went in. And I was like, you're not allowed in here. I was like, babe, you're not allowed in here. You know, I'm so nice about it. I'm all nice. I'm always nice to this lady because she's scary. She'll, like, (laughs) kill me. And she's like, okay, well, fuck you and this and that. And then she left, right? And she Mm -hmm. stood outside. She sends her nine-year-old daughter inside, dude. And she's like... And I was like, you can't be in here without a parent, you know? Mm-hmm. And the mom was still on the property. So I go outside and I was like, you need to get off our property. And she's like, my daughter's in there, blah, blah. I was like, look, I'm going to call the cops. You need to leave. And she's all blah, blah, blah. And she's like, watch when I see you outside. I'm going to beat you up and this and that. I'm going to fuck you up, bitch. I was like, look, like you need to go. But I was like by the door just in case, you know? So the cameras can catch her. Cut to yesterday. She walks in with her daughter again, dude. I was like, oh my God. Like, please, not today. So I was like, babe, you have to go. You're not allowed in here. Still Still call her babe, dude. Yes. (laughs) And her little daughter, she's like eight or nine, has a freaking Gatorade bottle, right? And she's like, you're gonna fucking help my daughter. I was like, nah. So, yeah. So I call the police. Swerve. Yeah, I call the cops on her. And she's like, you know what? Let's go. She's like, throw the Gatorade at her face if you have to. And I was like, how are you going to tell your little kid that? Like, that is not classy, first of all. Second of all, don't be walking in my store looking like a freaking landmine and expect me to be like, oh, let me help you. No, do not threaten me because I'm a vagina. (laughs) And then the first thing that she does, she calls me (laughs) right after. (laughs) I'm scared. Now I'm really scared to see her on the street and then she 
beats me up or something. But we're usually together, so you, uh, you well, know with a broken leg, you know I'll hop out. I know, but I'm just gonna take you everywhere with me because she's really scary, no, dude. She's not. She's yeah, she, short. She's big. She's like she's big, big Bertha. She's big, boom, but she's short. Boom. Like I'm big. I can't. I'm not body shaming anybody, but this lady, man, <laughs> she's scary. She's like so scary, and she's like so mean, you know. And I'm like, don't be rude. Don't like it's not my fault you got kicked out. You shouldn't be with the ghetto ass guy that's gonna be stealing. And you shouldn't come in and steal. And you shouldn't come in and steal and not tell him nothing, you know? Yeah. And so like she hates me now. And she's like and while she was walking out, she's like, You was cool. You was cool. I was uh I'm still cool. And it's you were cool. Not you was cool. That bothered me so much, but I wasn't gonna say Yeah, but she kept doing that. She's like, You was cool back in the day. You was cool. I was like acting all brand new. Yeah, like yeah, and I was like, I'm still awesome. Like (laughs) and guess what? I still got a job. You're hurting my ego. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Don't knock me down. Well, the girl I met today, Mm -hmm. she's like, So how many kids do you have? And I was like, I have four kids and she's all Damn. Yeah, no, she didn't believe me. And she's like how old are you? And I was all 27. At first I said 26 because I thought I was 26, but then I remembered I'm not. (laughs) So then I was like, I'm 27. And she's like, no, you're not. And I was like, yeah. And she's all, I was all, did you think I was like 30 or something? And she's like, dude, I thought you were like 21 or 22. And I was, that's what I told her. I was like, I act younger. She's like, no, you look young too. I was all, girl, you're my new best friend. You know what? You're not going to transfer. <laughs> I was like, uh, you could just come here. I'll get my sister to give you a ride every day. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. With her ankle. My broken ankle. And her scooter. <laughs> oh, she got oh, a scooter? You didn't say a scooter. Yeah. My mom got her a scooter. Her wife went to pick it up. It's so cool. I want to ride it everywhere. <laughs> I'm so jealous because every time we go to Walmart, you get the cool little electric thing. <laughs> You want to know how embarrassing that is? Because would, people, like, look at me like, if I don't have nothing, and then I, like, turn the scooter, but, oh, okay, her leg. <laughs> and then we have all the kids with us all exactly. the time. And then I have, like, either Yesida <laughs> on my lap or something, like, because they want to ride, too, you know? It's funny. It is a comical, comical scene. Um, well, when we went to the Tucson Mall, we had to get our wheelchair. Oh, I know. And Oh, oh my God. Shout out to the Crepe People by Dillard's. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. They're place. so good. It's and called, I told um, them. Crepe and Dip? Yeah, so good. And the guy was telling me they're locally owned. Wow. Yeah. I, I was looking up, you know how you, we were talking about the Arabic coffees that they mm-hmm. have there? So I was looking it up and I supposedly it tastes more like tea, but it has really high caffeine. Well, I was going to get one, but a little cup like that is like $2. How much? $2. Well, no, because they serve it in cups like this. Yeah, like the little teeny, teeny, yeah. freaking nana cups. Exactly, because it's supposed to be like a shot type thing. Ugh, whatever. I want some. I really <laughs> I miss those crepes. It, I should have added peanuts to A lot to of mine. people said that it tastes like Fruit Loops. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? Because they have peanuts. Where? And Because you can build your own crepe. Did you know that? No. Yeah, you can go in there and build your own crepe. So put strawberries, peanut butter, Nutella. Oh. I wouldn't do peanut butter, but they have that butter. as an option. But it's not peanut butter. It looks like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. But it's like well, something butter, but it's not peanut butter. Like almond butter? No, it's not almond butter either. Peanut butter. <laughs> but it's not peanut butter, dude. It's like 
I don't know. It's not almond butter either. I like the one, the... But the, they have it, strawberries. It's number one. He, he has strawberries. He has the banana. Blueberries. Kiwi. They he has... Kiwi? Yeah, I think mm. he had gummy bears. I think they had coconut at one point. They have coconut. They still have coconut. And he has peanuts and almonds, I think. I'm surprised he didn't get all that. <sighs> it's because I wanted the natural taste, you know? Yeah, no, I always get the number one. And it comes with Nutella. It comes with... um. Whipped cream. Oh what is God. it? Like a chocolate. Well, well that's that a is Nutella. a Nutella. Um, <laughs> it comes like with this chocolate hazelnut spread. No, I don't know I, what it's called for no, the life I of think, me. Oh, no, yeah. You could that. add chocolate drizzle too, though. Yeah. And, and then, he has strawberry and raspberry. Oh, and on the one that I had got, they put powdered sugar on top. You know what makes me sad? Is that like, since he's locally owned, he's probably not going to be open that long. No, it's really popular. I know, but the Tucson Mall raises their rent a lot. Oh, yeah, they That's do. why Chipotle closed. I love Chipotle. And Subway. And Subway. That's and tomorrow's. No, well, they have that other pizza place. Yeah, but that one's nothing compared to where not... It was Sabaros. No, I didn't. I didn't really like Sabaros, honestly. <gasps> I didn't even like this this place either. You know what? I love Sabaros. I didn't really like it. Only because I worked there. <laughs> of course, like the same thing with Cinnabon. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, even now I love Cinnabon, dude. Like, I, I don't crave Cinnabon. I love pretzels. The, you know no what one. I crave? These, These nuts. nuts. <laughs> oh, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew it. <laughs> even last year, did she mock you? Um, it's the the pretzels from upstairs. The pretzel maker. Those are my favorite. I don't like the. <laughs> did you ask yourself, got you, got you? Um, I don't remember if it's the pretzel makers that I don't like or the Retzel's pretzels. Wetzel's pretzels you don't like. Those are the little kiosks. Don't well, I like the Retzel's pretzels from the Marana outlet. I know. I don't know. It's just just the ones in the Tucson Mall. I think they're kind of like not that great. But maybe they are. I don't know. You know what else I like? What? Chipotle. Oh my god, I love Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle. Okay, life. guys. So that was like sort of along what we're doing. What's <laughs> up with the what's your song? What's your song? <laughs> Anyways, so that was just kind of like a little tidbit of our day. Yes, but um, we do have to speak about something. We have a listener request, okay? So, we really did say we were going to talk about everything. And I feel like we haven't talked about a lot of topics. Yeah, because we don't know how to... How to approach them. them. Yeah. But we did have a couple listeners that wrote to us and asked us a couple, like, more serious questions, like, about depression, about relationships, about toxic relationships, not necessarily, like, an intimate relationship. And, like, bullying. Yeah, like, friendships, family-wise. Like, when do you think it's a good time to let go? So, like, pretty much, like, I didn't ask on YOLO because <clears throat> I've had this this topic for a couple weeks now. Yeah. I just, and they keep on asking. Yeah, and they keep on asking and asking. And one of the reasons I didn't ask on YOLO is because I feel like that's a deeper subject. Yeah, so if like people want to reach out to us, they can reach out to us um, by themselves. By themselves. Yeah. But it's not something that I want to push people. Like, sexual questions and all that, like, haha, it's funny. Like, tell me this, tell me that. You know, like, it's yeah. cool. But our when it comes to, yeah, stuff. when it comes to deeper subjects like that, like, I want our listeners to do what these listeners did and reach out to us. Still stay anonymous. Um, their concerns they have, they didn't necessarily tell us any stories. They just asked for our advice, yeah. you could say. Sort of. Mm, like, yeah. how to handle it. Yeah, much. how to handle it, how we would handle it. Um 
what we would do. So pretty much the first topic I want to bring up is the whole toxic relationship, which kind of goes with the whole domestic violence because it's like emotional. Yeah. So it's like emotional abuse. It's like physical Physical abuse. abuse. So it'll be one big topic, I guess. So like pretty much like, so I'll start, I guess, since I'm already talking, (laughs) um, pretty much what I think is when you're in a toxic relationship, it's really hard to realize even if it's a friendship whatever it is it's really hard to realize that you're in it because okay so for instance let's say intimately if you're with somebody and it's really toxic and you guys are he's emotional or she is emotionally abusive you start to like it doesn't start off like all in one hit so pretty much what it is it's like little by little they degrade you and start increasing and they say they say like, oh hey, you know, like you look kind of big today, or you. No, should... they, usually they'll be like, oh, you're stupid. Yeah, you're dumb. That you're was dumb. dumb. Or like, <laughs> so pretty much like little by little, you start losing who you are, and you fall, you dig yourself in this hole, mm-hmm. towards where it's really hard to get yourself out of that situation. You're like, am I really? Yeah. You know? So once you're in that hole, it's like. Where do I go from now? Like, where you, do I go from here? You just here? keep digging down. You just keep digging. So, like, pretty much what I'm trying to say is that, like, it's hard to get out of that situation. But know that you're not dumb. You're not ugly. You're not fat. Like, my last relationship oh, was yeah, horrible. Was like, it wasn't really physical. Like, yes, it did get physical. At one point. At one point. It got physical towards the end. Like, mm-hmm. when we were already broken up. But when we were in a relationship, it was never physical, you know? But it was always... I feel like there was always that emotional abuse. And it's still kind of hard for me to talk about it because I was so infatuated. I won't even say in love because I don't even know if it was love at this point in my life. But I was so infatuated with the person that he was. And the way that he treated me... When it was good, it was good. But when it was bad, it was bad. But it got to the point where I couldn't wake up because I felt like breathing was wrong. You yeah, know, like, and and I know. Yeah. yeah, like I felt like I never did my makeup. Like these people, you guys that know me now, I wear my eyelashes every day. I wear my lipsticks every day. Like my drastic and, lip and colors. No, and let me just say, like she came a long way. Like she would never, ever, ever, ever get ready. I would never get ready. I would be in my pajamas all day. I and and still, I'm still in pajamas. I mean, still in pajamas. But, but like, you start yeah. Ready. But I get ready. I do my makeup. You know, if I go out, I put my eyelashes on. And it's it's something as simple as a lip color. Come on, you your know? fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my fan. It's something as simple as a lip color. Like. Yeah. I could not look in the mirror because I didn't like who I saw in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was because I was so lost and I knew that I was lost. So looking in the mirror, I didn't know who I was looking at. And, And a lot of that made me separate from you. And it made me separate from my mom. Because my mom and my sister are the type that as soon as I answer the phone, what's wrong? And like because we know we yeah know, like, like you guys like and one time my mom called me crying like crying crying before we broke up and she's like I need my daughter back and she's like I feel like you're not her and she's like and that really hurts me because I want you 
back like i need you to find yourself again she's like please and if you have to leave this person please leave this person i'll help you all i remember yeah because i really don't like who i see yeah and she's like i don't like who you're becoming and at the time that pushed me away from you guys more even longer yeah i remember that and it was really hard for me because he was my world you know and we were both toxic and i and i understand i was toxic too guys i don't like victimizing myself because I know that I was toxic for him too. Yeah. And my way out, and <laughs> I can't even say that I was really brave because he left me. But I thank God every day. And even after this last time we talked, I told him, like, thank you. Like, you leaving me helped me realize who I was again, you know? Because little by little, like, um yeah i lost myself and that's the scariest thing and that's the that's the worst feeling to feel and like and he never gets it because he always tells me like when we do talk he'll be like if only you would have changed this if only you would have done this like if you're you're like like Yeah. yeah like it's still my fault but now i'm more of a like you know what i am good enough so i look in the mirror as stupid as it sounds and it works so like even though it sounds stupid I look at myself and I'm like, wow, like, I am beautiful. Like, I got this. I rock. I'm awesome. I'm funny. I'm this. I'm, I'm Not like, only in the mirror, girl. You, like, go out and be like, do you know I I'm, tell, like, beautiful? Yeah, I do because I am and I feel it. And, like, I might not be the most beautiful girl in the world, but I feel it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I love myself. And the fact that I stopped loving myself is what scares me. Yeah, because it... See, what love could do and what domestic violence could do is, like... Love makes you blind. Like, literally. Like, I, I never understood that until, like, I saw you going downhill. And I'm like, damn, like, why can't she just leave this person, you know? And then, um, like, from an outsider's perspective, this is why I'm chiming in. Because my sister was, like, the most conceited person, the most social person and everything. And then, little by... My sister would not even talk to people. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? And you those know who I mean? know me. I know, she fine. never shuts up. So, like, now that she's, like she's moving on and like and trying to be a better person a better mom a better everything you know like she's been she's she's been going back up the hill pretty much (laughs) i'm running up that bitch i'm just kidding i'm not running come on yeah right you're just chasing the donut (laughs) (laughs) no but it's really it's, it's definitely hard because I never pictured myself going through that because my mom always raised me to love myself she's always raised us to love who we are yes so going through that is definitely wow like it's just it it baffles me now because i i still love this person i care about this person but but i would not because months and months and months ago he asked me um do you do you still love me and I was like, yeah, I love you, you know? Like, I'll always love him. He's, yeah, he's the father, the father of my kids, children. Yeah. Like, I'll always have love for him. And he's like... And what? And I was like, but I, I would never love you as much as I love myself again. Yeah. Like, I will never make that mistake again. And I know it sounds so self-centered, but you guys need to realize that if you don't love yourself you are victim of falling into this hole. You know what I mean? Because if you don't love yourself, you can drown in your sorrow because you're so lost in love. And from someone that was really conceited all her life to fall there, it's really hard. It's 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 hard to, it was hard to pick myself back up, but 
I've made a vow to myself that yeah, I'll always care about him. And even though right now we're not on speaking terms and I'll probably make fun of him on a million podcasts, I will never love him and I will never get back with him because of the fact that to him, that's how low I am. Yeah. Because I'm not enough for him and that's fine. I'm not enough for him, but he's not enough for me. Yeah. And that's something that I've realized like, okay, I'm not enough for you, but there's going to be someone out there that I'm going to be enough for above and beyond, you know, and there's going to be, and the same for me, there's going to be someone out there for me. That's enough for me, but we weren't enough for each other. Which I feel like has helped me grow a little bit more because yeah, yeah because now I, I I am angry at him for a lot of other reasons but I'm not angry at him because of that because we're not meant to be it wasn't it but that that domestic violence I feel like we both caused that on each other and I'm not trying to victimize myself because I would put him down a lot. Our relationship was a lot of competition. It was a lot of like, a lot of ha 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 ha, this clowning, this clowning, that. But deep, deep down inside, we were both attacking each other. And that's not how. To hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not how a relationship should be at all. So if you guys have ever seen Jersey Shore, (laughs) my relationship with this man was like Ronnie and Sam. Like, I see that show and I get the most PTSD because that was us. You know, that was me. I would chase him crying. I would. And it's hard. Like, so for that question of like, how do you get out of it? You just it's it's easier said than done, because all you really have to do is wake up one day and be like, this is enough. This is I need to love myself, you know, because I am worth it. And that's how you get out of that toxic relationship. Because the more you think to yourself that you're not good enough, the more you're going to stay. The reasons I stayed was because, oh my God, I have four kids. What am I going to do? Nobody's going to want a woman with four kids. Yeah, Nobody, Nobody's going to think I'm pretty enough. Nobody's going to like me because I gained a lot of weight. Like I was really skinny before. Yeah. So me gaining weight, I was like, who's going to want me? And who's going to want to see me for me? You know, I'm annoying. Like, yeah, nobody's going to want me. But, yeah. like, once I realized that, it was a lot easier for me to let him go. Because I can't say I left him. Because I didn't leave that toxic relationship. So, I don't necessarily know how to tell someone to leave. Because I didn't leave. Yeah. You know, he left me. So. I, luckily, I've never been into, like, a really toxic relationship you know i have had toxic friendships where where people take advantage of me and i see it it's just like i don't want to face it like Mm -hmm. it's not that i don't like confrontation because if i need to fight i'll fight you know what i mean but like it's more like how can i say it i feel like it's harder for you to confront somebody emotionally yes like if i have an attachment with them i don't want to ruin it but if they keep on hurting and hurting and hurting me i slowly back away and that's that's something from a scorpio like once you break somebody's trust you don't get it back like i'm so easy to drop somebody if i need to yeah you know and with friendships it's kind of hard especially for me because i am not the social one i'm the one that usually like stays in i'm I'm a homebody i i I love being home i love listening i'm more like a music person artsy i've i'm well i still love drawing (laughs) like even though that sounds like stupid and like more childish i love drawing but 
And I, I just keep to myself most of the time. And it's really hard for my sister to get to know where I'm at mentally because I won't even open up for her. So for me to have friends is like people that I trust, that I could put my trust in so I could tell everything and I could trust them not to do things. I don't have that many people. I always keep, I've always kept my circle small. So like with relate toxic friendships, friendships, it's more like you can't really, I don't want to let that go because I know a lot about this person and they know a lot about me. How am I going to let this person go? You know what I mean? But it's the same thing. Like it goes back to the whole relationship exactly. thing is like, if you don't value yourself enough, somebody's not going to value you Yeah. because of the fact that if you let people constantly take advantage of you, they're yeah. going to keep taking advantage of you. And I'm not saying they're doing it on purpose, but they're doing it because of the fact that it's so easy to already take advantage of you. You know what I mean? So just because you can open up to that one person, like that doesn't mean you'll never find a friend like that person again. You know no, what I, I mean? Know. And like, like I said, it's, it's more of like, time consuming because it's it's time it's like, more of a I'm backing thing. out yeah. yeah it's more of a I thing. handle things differently than you you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you just one and done pretty much you know mm-hmm. like you yeah you cry for this person too and like you'll go back and back but once it's like over you don't try to go back and you know what I mean you know what it's like that with friendships mm-hmm. because since it's easier for me to make friends mm-hmm. I think it's easier for me to let go of friends and i'm not saying that i i like i have a lot of acquaintances but i've always had a small group of friends that Mm -hmm. are really really my friends and i feel like i know how to choose my friends a little bit better than i know how to choose my relationships and i know know? how to choose my relationships yeah yeah so like that's our like weaknesses because i keep my the friends that i do have Mm -hmm. I might not talk to them for months. I might not talk to them for years. I might not talk to them every single day. But I know if I call on them, they'll be there for me. You know what I mean? So, like, I only have one person. And I cannot live without this one person. Like, she is my best friend, my holy grail. Like, she helps me balance my craziness, you could say. Like, we're both crazy. But... I don't know what I would do without her in my life. Yeah. I have, from friend-wise, I have one friend that I haven't talked to in a long time. And we used to be so close. Like, we used to walk to school together and everything. I could always call that friend and act like we haven't finished. Exactly. And and my person, I've talked to her every day for, like, the past couple months. But it's like, at the end of the day, we keep each other sane. Yeah. And I am grateful for her because at least I know that we have each other. But then I'm grateful for you because I have you. So I feel like, yeah, I got out of this really toxic relationship, but I also had a really strong support system. Like for two or three months, I would literally fetal position in my mom's bed and cry myself to sleep, you know, and my mom would just hug me and be like, it's okay, Like, it's okay, baby. And my mom's not very affectionate towards us. until it means means something and a lot of people are like well why don't you hug your mom so much and and i try to explain it as a form as because when i hug her i want it to mean something yeah not just a regular regular hug because i know when my mom hugs me she's putting all her emotions and she's and it's gonna be okay like i'm a mama's girl you know what i mean and it's gonna be okay and i just need a mom hug yeah so for me that's like a very deep like 
a deep connection and I'm grateful that I had you guys to fall back on. Leaving a toxic relationship is really hard, guys. Like, it's not something that can happen from one day to another one. It's a process. And you know what? Just because I have not gone back and pray to God I never go back to him doesn't mean I won't go back to him. And that's what scares me, too, is because I still care about him. I don't want to be with him. But he also hasn't tried to come back in my life. Yeah, and the so thing like, is, like, it gets scary to that point because there's also kids involved. And I already told you. And no, and it's not, and it's not just the kids involved involvement in it. It's more of, or less of this person might have put me down so much that I've already come up a lot yeah. emotionally. But he also knows me like the back of his hand. And that, guys, I want you to know, is a disguise in a lot of narcissistic traits. Like, it's like he knows how I breathe. He knows how I talk. He knows what I'm thinking before I even say it. He knows how I wake up. He knows what I like. He knows what I don't like. And that's manipulative. And honestly, like, I didn't see that for a long time. But now I see it. But it scares me that when he does try, if he tries to come back, that's going to be his approach. And he knows me so well. And that's what I'm so scared of, you know, that I will drop everything and be like, oh, my God, I love him. Which I hope doesn't happen because I feel like I'm a lot strong minded. (laughs) But like, honestly, it's a scary subject, which is. is why I don't really like talking about it because people are like, you're still whooped on him. No, I'm not whooped on him. I'm not in love with him. But I don't know because he hasn't tried to come back, you know? So, like, a lot of women are like, you're so strong for doing that and leaving him. But honestly, (laughs) no, I, yeah, like, just wait till he's broke. I'm just kidding. Honestly, I didn't leave. He left me. So, if anything, he gave me that gift. He left me and I'm so much more happier because of it. And I just hope he stays away a little bit longer Mm -hmm. towards where I can like say mentally yeah. mentally prepare myself for if he does try to come back and that's when that's when this leads into depression though yeah because depression is like a really big part of our family let's just say because everybody in our family has depression and uh, like there's really more coping systems that each one of us use mm-hmm. you know and mine is really weird <laughs> well I I rather be by myself and just if I need to cry cry, in, like not in front of people. And my sister is more like a, I'm a cry in front of you and you tell well, me not what I'm doing. Well, not really. Not really. It depends on the person too because well, I don't. Me. Yeah, like I don't. Okay, so I I have my depressive. I don't know. I wouldn't because seeing you depressed mm-hmm. and seeing my mom's depression. I don't feel like I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was depressed at one point. Yeah. But I don't feel like I'm there anymore. So, like, how do I put it? Because I was, I was depressed not too long ago. You, you're, you're depressed. And you're still depressed. I'm depression, still out of it. Though. Yeah, depression isn't something that you're, like, in and out, in and out. Like, well, yeah, it is, pretty much. But with me, it's like, when I get depressed, I talk to you or I talk to my I don't talk, I do talk to my mom or I talk to my person. Mm-hmm. because those three people can talk me off my ledge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where towards you, when you get depressed, it kind of scares me because you do seclude yourself. So I feel like the only person that can talk you off your ledge is yourself. 
you know and the the more i tell you the The more more my mom tells you the more astrid tells you the more anybody tells you the more you're walking towards the ledge because you need to just breathe let me breathe you know and that's hard for me because yeah i might be more a little bit more open than you like i still won't cry in front of people because i don't like to feel pitied I don't like people to, I don't like people to look at me and be like, oh my God, pobrecita, you know, yeah. which is one of the reasons why I don't victimize myself in a lot of things because it's like, I'm not a victim, you yeah. know, I'm not a survivor. He never beat me to a core. I was never in a hospital bed to fighting for my life, you know, like, so I'm not like my life. It happened that way. And that's fine. I got out of it. You know, yeah. I'm, I feel like it's more of a positive approach. Then more of a, like... like And you have a lot of positivity, too, though. You know what I mean? In my depression, you think? Yeah. Like, I feel... Okay, so, yeah, it gets pretty bad. But I feel like at the end of the day, we know we're going to be okay. You know? Well, I know. (laughs) You know you're going to be okay. But, no, I've had... I have the type of depression where I don't feel like I'm good enough. And I don't feel like like I could do it. And I, I feel like I'm nothing, you know? So, when I am in this depression, I just want... Okay, this is going to sound really, really bad. But I do think about killing myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, at one point, I was cutting myself. And, I, like, you know... And it literally came back to me when I got depressed this time. Like, I'm not good enough. I want to die. And this and that. And since I don't talk to people about it, it's really, really, really hard to... Open like, up open up and tell them like i want to kill myself but i need help you know mm-hmm. so well when i lock myself in the bathroom <laughs> you know that's that's a time where i could just i we have tile in our bathroom so i sit down on the tile and i feel the coldness of of the tile because that's what like calls me down is the cool the coolness like one time i had a panic attack and i got in a really cold shower you know what i mean i had a panic attack in in my stock room at work and I just want to feel something cold, you know? So it's more like a like a calming sensation for me. So when I go into the bathrooms, like, I don't want to cry in front of the kids. I don't want to freak out in front of the kids because I don't want them to have that mental image of me. You don't want them to feel out. like they yeah. have to help you. Yeah, because I don't like being helped when I'm like that. Like, I just want to be alone, but I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I want to be alone, but I don't want to feel alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you're feeling so alone and you don't want to be alone, but everyone else is bothering you because they're trying to talk to you. Yeah, and you, you're just like, can you just be here and shut up? <laughs> you know, just just be here. And it's really hard because like when I had anxiety attacks and when I had panic attacks, the like the person that can calm them down was a person causing my anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes I would go and ask my ex-boyfriend, like, hey, dude, like, I just need you to hug me. Mm-hmm. Like, and even that, dude, made me feel so worthless at, like, you just I just him. needed his arms. Like, I didn't even need him to talk to me. I didn't even need him to look at me. Like, I just wanted him to stand there and hold me and tell me it was going to be okay. And he couldn't even do that. Like, and that's yeah. what really hurt me is that, like, I'm breaking you know, like you're breaking me and you keep breaking me and you keep breaking me and I'm just here. Like, just hug me. Like, that's like, all. Me. Like, yeah, like yeah. just and he would look at me and be like, you're psycho, you know. 
Yeah, and I, I think the worst too. thing when you're depressed, the worst thing you can tell somebody you're is, crazy. hey, you're a psycho, you're crazy. You know, when I'm over here spilling out all my emotions, like nobody in the world can make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Like, just hug me, damn it. Like, just yeah. tell me. <laughs> like, don't even tell me you love me. Just, just hug me. Hug me. And even now, like now that I don't miss his hugs, I'm like, thank God, you know, because now I just hug my pillow. <laughs> it's no, okay. Like with- I've been in a relationship where they're telling me, hey, well, you're crazy because you want to commit suicide. And that's the first time that I've heard that. That's when I don't tell anybody. You know what I mean? That messed me up mentally because, like, I'm like, well, I don't want to go into, like, a psych ward. Well, the thing is, you know? though, like, if you do feel like you need to commit suicide, like, or any listener, honestly, like, if those thoughts ever come to your mind, like, know somebody out there talk to somebody like you too like and like i tell my kids you don't have to talk to me you don't have to talk to like you no like you just have to find somebody yeah which is really hard yeah Yeah. and honestly like there is some suicide hotline and i am gonna let you guys know the suicide hotline so if you do ever feel suicidal like you can call them you know and you can always find it on google but it's a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and it's 1-800-273-8255. Because depression is a real thing. And I feel like a lot of people don't voice it because, they're like you said, they're embarrassed. Like, you don't want to yeah. be crazy. You don't want to feel crazy. Yeah, but you know what? It's a real thing. And we all deal with depression differently. Because mm-hmm. when I get depressed, I don't feel like, like I want to kill myself. Yeah. I've never felt like I wanted to kill myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... My depression is more like I want to run and I don't know where I want to run to. I just want to leave. I want to go home. And that and that saying sounds so dumb because sometimes I'll be at home. But it's like I want to go home, but I don't know where home is. Yeah, like you, you know, feel I just want to feel at home. I just want to feel okay, and I don't. Cause that's what I that's and, what I told Ashley when I was having this. She's like, "Wait, we're we're here." Yeah, yeah, and that's what Pelon used to tell me. Like, dude, you are at home, and he would he. You know what? Like, we had a toxic relationship, but he would freak out when I had anxiety attacks. Like, he'd be like, "What do I do? Like, how can I calm you down?" And I'd be like. Just, I don't know. Either you hug know? me or leave. No, yeah. and he'll be like, I'm just going to leave you alone. And I'd be like, no. So he tried talking to me, and I'm like, don't talk to me. Like, just leave just me. Just be here. I just need your But body. you know what? That was scary, too. Because, I don't know, like, it's just crazy. Toxic relationships, depression, all of that is a real thing. And honestly, coming out of toxic relationship or being in a toxic friendship, like, you need to talk to somebody you need to let somebody know hey this is going on and i don't know what to do because at the end of the day you love yourself and it sounds so stupid it sounds so like overplayed everyone says love yourself how do you love yourself Mm -hmm. but just love yourself honestly if you can love this person that is mentally abusing you so much why can't you just give that love that you're giving that abuser and turn it on you? I know what helps a lot, though. It's like, put a little bit of makeup on. Yeah, like, you know what? Do like, I don't wear a lot of makeup. Like, but oh, I, I don't go nowhere without my eyelashes, girl. <laughs> like, then my eyelashes be looking like cow eyelashes. <laughs> but I wear them with pride. <laughs> but you know what? It helps me. I yeah. put on lipstick. I don't wear it for nobody. I wear dark ass lipstick. I wear bright ass lipstick. 
because it makes me feel happy and i look in the mirror and i'm like oh i look cute today <laughs> and that's that's how i always do things too i'll be like okay well i need to go get my foundation get my primer get you know and i do do a full face of makeup because i if when i'm depressed i don't feel like i'm anything mm-hmm. so when i do my makeup i'll be like okay it's coming you know what i mean like it's coming along <laughs> yeah so then it makes me want want to feel like a you know it makes bitch, me feel be- yeah you know it makes me feel like a boss ass bitch when I straighten my hair. Oh, yeah, you can. Oh, my or God, like dude. when you blow dry it and it's just like... Oh, well, well I you can't... Can, yeah, you can blow... But like Mufasa. For, for me, if I blow dry my hair, it's like all flowy. Yeah, like all. do something that makes you happy. You know what? If you want to sit down and binge watch TV and that... You know what I used to do? I used to watch Grey's Anatomy. Oh, and cry your heart yeah, and out. And cry my yeah. heart out. And I know it sounds dumb because you're depressed and you're crying, but like... It would just make me get... Because then it gives you a reason to No, cry. like the thing with me, it was watching that show mm-hmm. it made me lose myself from my own reality mm-hmm. so i was out of it for a while you know and it's hard because a lot being a mom and being depressed is hard oh, yeah. you know because you still have to take care of your kids so when i'm depressed and i like when i'm sad and i have all my kids it's like i don't want them to see me sad but it's so hard because i am so sad you know and you'll be like jessica come get the kids yeah (laughs) like like a couple weeks ago and i had that mental breakdown you know what i mean like all i yeah like all i wanted to do was be alone and and yeah me and my sister started fighting which is one of the big reasons why i was crying but like (laughs) after like 10 minutes of that like it wasn't just that like, it was a lot of things. It was just everything. It's because I haven't cried in a long time. So I just, yeah. like, exploded. And I couldn't stop crying. And I wasn't even mad anymore. I was just crying. And I just wanted to cry and be alone. And it, and another thing is, like, it's okay to cry. Yeah. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad. One thing, one of my managers from Cinnabon told me one time, and I love her. Um, She had told me. Because I was really depressed. That's when me and my ex broke up. And she's like, you know what? She's like, I'm going to... She's like, I'm going to tell you one thing. And I'm more of a tough love person. Give me tough love, you know? And she looked at me and she's like, I know you're depressed. And I know you're sad. But you are not the first person that goes through this. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you can be depressed. And you can cry. And she's like, but don't lose yourself in this depression. Yeah. And she's like, you have a beautiful soul. You're a beautiful person. Get yourself out of it. Because you could either cry for it or you can get up and start walking. And even though it was just that simple little phrase mm-hmm. that she told me. That helped you so much. To this day, I think about it. When I get really depressed, mm-hmm. I, I step back and I'm like, I'm not the only person going through this. I can get through this because I'm strong like that. You See, know, because and- I got this. And when you're depressed, I feel like your your mind is more, like, focused than mine. Mine is everywhere. Like, I, I can't think when I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. And I can't think when when I'm, I have all this anxiety. It's just this... It's just blank, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary part for me. Like, I want to be able to think, like, I, I can get out of this. Or that, that simple... Even if I could even hear that simple thing while I'm depressed. Like that positive like, yeah. voice. I can't. Because I have a lot like, of personalities. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> no, and I don't like to... I don't... Since I don't like to talk no, to nobody, I don't have that person like telling me, like coaching me out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just have to figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I, I honestly... I am very cuddly and I'm very loud and I'm very outgoing. But 
I'm thankful for the people that have been in my life because I have not been coddled. You know, I have not been babied. Like, a lot of the things, like, yeah, I'm very dramatic, okay? And I, like, and I'm all, like, meh. And I'm, like, the baby in a lot of things. But when it comes to serious issues, at the end of the day, I know I'll be okay. Yeah. And that's what I, I think everybody should know. Like, you might be going through something really hard right now, but you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Just follow the light, and there's always a brighter tomorrow. And I've been saying that a lot lately. But because it's... It's so true. Like, yes, you're in the dark, right? You might be in the dark right now. Yes, you can't find a way out of this darkness, but you're gonna come out, you know? Yeah. Just fo- just just go until you see the light like it's there and just follow that light. Like you'll be there. Follow the light. You know, <laughs> like there's brighter tomorrow. Just simple yeah. as that. Like you'll be happy one day. You know, and what I tell my best friend what I tell my best, well, not my best friend. What I tell one of my friends is, like, she was in a toxic relationship. And what I used to tell her, I used to be like, okay, so you have one or two options. And I'm a tough love give kind of person, too. Yeah. And right. I'm like, you have one or two options. One, you stay and you'll be miserable until God knows when, you know, or you leave. And you'll be miserable, but at least you know that you have a chance at happiness. Because if you stay with this person, you're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. It's already been years and years and you're not happy. Yeah. But if you leave this person, yeah, you're going to be miserable. I don't know for how long, but you have that opportunity to find happiness. You know what I mean? So that I guess that's some kind of advice I can give you guys is that like you might be in this in this situation right now. Or in a horrible relationship or a horrible friendship. friendship. So stay and be miserable or leave and still be miserable. But have the opportunity to grow from that. Or have the opportunity to find something that makes you happy. Yeah, to find something better. But don't stay in a situation where you don't think you're good enough and that's all you're going to get. Because your life is what you make it. Mm -hmm. And it's either you make the best of it or you stay being miserable and that is not okay kid staying in a relationship for kids is not okay you know like oh i agree 100 percent. like and a lot of people are like wow four kids and you're two failed relationships in and i'm like who cares but my kids aren't seeing me unhappy yeah but i do i do also have a problem with like people that have that are in and out of the relationship with violence you know what i mean like if you're gonna leave leave but make sure you're gonna leave permanently because of your kid like you have to keep your kid in mind for a lot of it the way i see it is i think of my kids emotional stability a Mm -hmm. lot of the time like if i keep going back to this person they're gonna keep my my boys are gonna think oh i can't treat a girl the way my dad treats my mom like no you sure can't they've actually calmed down they're very very docile now you know like the like very sensitive yeah so they're like oh are you okay you know oh when i felt when, yeah like their dad was very machista very sexist yeah, like if, very if like you're a man you can't um, cry don't cry a man does this a man does that no it's okay to be sensitive sometimes you know yeah. and it's fine like honestly i think that at the end of the day people although mario's thinking that way too far <laughs> at the end of the day there's always a brighter tomorrow um also I've never really dealt with domestic violence. I think we're going to have to do a part two. Okay. I've, never, I've never had to deal with domestic violence. Um, but 
Well, yeah, I did. Emotional. Like, physical. Yeah, I did deal with some physical violence, but I don't really like to bring that up because it wasn't like, okay, it was abuse. Abuse is abuse, no matter how you word it. A push, a shove, that's abuse. But I was never like beaten to the core to the point where i'm like on the floor shaking there is some stuff that you could say like yeah like no definitely like i was physically abused okay like don't get don't get it wrong don't get me wrong i was physically abused i'm not trying to justify his actions but it it is bad so one time we were already broken up and i was texting some guy like that i had met off tinder and he grabbed my phone and i remember he grabbed it right when I unlocked it and he read this Snapchat this guy had sent me and he threw it across the wall and um, it shot. If I would have moved my head, it would have hit me right on the forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just ran in the bathroom. And then um, when he ran in the bathroom, my four-year-old started crying in the crib. And he, um, and so I was like, I'm going to tippy toe to through the hallway because that's where my bathroom door is. He wasn't four at that moment. Yeah, he wasn't four. He was still a baby. He was like one, like one one or two. So I was like, I'm going to tippy toe to the bathroom and I'm going to, and I'm going to grab him and he won't notice, you know? So I tippy toed my way into my room. And as I was going to pick him up, I felt him behind me. So I turned around. He grabbed the crib with my child in the crib and pushed it and pushed me in a corner. And when he pushed me in a corner, like I put all my weight on on my left shoulder, which it still hurts. Like not all the time, but it hurts like when Mm -hmm. I do a lot of things. So like. And he threw me on the bed and he started punching me behind my head. And, like, I was screaming, you know. But I was, like, fetal position with my face because I was, like, I don't want him to hit my face towards where I have to explain these. And we make jokes about it now. Like, oh, you're so conceited. You didn't want him to leave marks on you. But my thing was I didn't want him to hit my face because I still wanted to excuse what he was doing. So I didn't want him to leave marks because... I didn't want to have to explain that to my mom, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was like fetal position. So he was just punching me behind the head and a junior, I felt him in the corner and he's like, daddy, stop hitting my mom. Oh my God, dude. Like when he said that, like my heart shattered and like he stopped hitting me and he got up and he ran outside and there goes my dumbass following him after he hit me yeah but that's I, that's what love does to you like, i followed him and i was like don't leave and he and he's like and he's like i'm so sorry or whatever but it was just that and it was scary because i didn't know what to do so i and I, then at that moment like you didn't realize that you could have actually died from I, where he was yeah hitting. because he was hitting me right in the back of the head but I didn't want to hit my face. I didn't want to leave bruises. And honestly, I I say this now, but it's not okay. He, knowing who he is, he could have hit me a lot harder. He shouldn't have hit me still. But, but like he's still, he still, something in him. Something, I know back. it stopped him. Something stopped him from beating my ass. Because this guy blacks out. And if he blacks out, it's 
done, you know, like I'm dead. But it stopped him. Something stopped him. And I thank God for that. And after that, he never laid a hand on me. You know, that was the one and only time that he ever laid a hand on me. And but it's still not okay. But it's still not okay, you know, which which again makes me feel like that was one of my scariest moments. Because even after that, I lied for him. Because I called my mom and I was like, "Mom, my phone fell." Oh yeah, well, and I fell and my we arm. Go over the, no, thing? my mom. I was going to work, but my oh, mom yeah. took me to buy a phone, and I was like, "I need my phone because my son was having a lot of appointments at that time." So I was like, "I need a phone," you know, and she's like, "Oh my God, how'd you break it?" And I was like, "It fell," and Junior, I Junior no, no, I said it fell when I fell because I hurt my arm. And she's like, I get pendeja, you know. But I know my mom knew too. Yeah. But it was more of a like my mom knew what was happening, but she didn't want to ask me. And she didn't really want to tell you anything because you would always defend him. Yeah, and and it it was so easy for me to be like, oh, it's my fault, you know. And I did sound like those women, like, oh, it's because if I just. And honestly, like, I'm not trying to justify it now, but. I knew he was in the house. The only reason I was texting this guy was because he was in the house. Yeah, because you wanted to get back. You, to I wanted to get attention. And when I got that attention... It turned really late. <laughs> yeah, like, eh, just kidding. But... It it's, was too late to he say He still that. shouldn't have hit me. Yeah. But, like... And we weren't even together. I know. And that's what I tell the kids. Like, they squabble a lot with their sister. And, like, yeah, you said that could be really annoying. But I always tell them, do not ever hit a woman because it's going to be worse for you than a girl. Yeah, and you know true. what? I'm annoying. But he shouldn't hit me because yeah. he was a big old man. Little old me. Like, I'm <laughs> chunky, but this guy is like, whoo. He's a beast. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of people are scared of him. Yeah. But he, he, he never hit me again. And I'm thankful for that part of him for not hitting me ever again. Thank you. <laughs> but honestly... Oh, domestic violence is not okay emotional abuse is not okay you have a voice you guys have a voice i think we're gonna have to go into this part two if you guys want to keep listening but i don't know yeah because this yeah because this segment stops at like an hour yeah so i'm just gonna (laughs) so i'm just gonna stop it now and then start the part two